This is episode 66 on slowing down to speed up. Welcome to The Athletic Mindset. I'm your host, Corey Camp, former Division I swimmer turned personal performance coach. Each week, it is my goal to bring you a unique story of an elite athlete's mindset to help you unlock and discover your life's potential. Today, if you've been following me on social media platforms, you've probably seen me talk about slowing down to speed up, and I want to dive into that concept really deep here and break it down into terms that relate to you and highlight just the importance of why we all need to slow down a little bit more and how to do so productively so that we can speed up when the time calls for it. So this year obviously has been a great reminder for us to slow down if you choose to view it that way. It's an opportunity to fill your cup and make sure you're taking care of yourself and your priorities versus always pouring into others. For me personally, at the start of this year, I was running on autopilot. I was leaving my apartment at just before 5 a.m., 4.45, I'd be out the door so that I could drive my half hour to get to work and make sure that I was all set up for my boot camp. And I'd dive into teaching boot camp at 6 a.m. and run through teaching classes, clients, Next thing I know, I'd blink. It'd be about noon. I would be eating lunch, taking care of my admin stuff with my job there at the club. And then I'd have a few hours where I could sneak away to, to go get my own lift in and my own workout just to come back and teach swim lessons, coach a little bit in the afternoon into the evening. Before I know it, it's about 7, 7.30. And then I would be done for the day, have a half hour drive back and go to bed around 8.30 and do it all over again the next day. And it sounds like I was really maximizing my days, right? Like up really early, you know, pretty much jam-packed schedule throughout the whole day. And then I'd get to the end of the day, head hit the pillow, boom, I was knocked out and ready to just do it again the next day. I could do this Monday through Friday, no problem. It was a routine and quite honestly, I was good at what I was doing. So why would I slow down, right? Well, coronavirus obviously forced me to slow down in March and all that paused and it was a major shift. All of a sudden I had to reevaluate, okay, what do I do now? It was very reminiscent of when you quickly shifted after that championship meet or after the season ended in sports where, okay, what do I do now? I have free time. And free time, we've talked about it on this podcast sometimes, can be the most detrimental thing to an athlete. So how do we use that free time productively? Well, how did I use it this year? I used it to really dive into this kind of work, to in double down on the podcast, to double down on my performance coaching and really what does that look like? It gave me an opportunity to take an inventory of my life and where I was going with things And quite frankly, when I did that, I didn't really love what I saw with my profession at the club. I I saw where I was and I saw where I could go there and they were pretty much at the same point. There was no really, there wasn't really more room for upward mobility there. So that kind of got me thinking, okay, well now, now what do I do? And I think that can relate to a lot of you guys out there. It's like, You hit a certain point, whether it's in your sport or outside of your sport, and you're left with what's next? What's my next pivot? What's my next move to continually move me forward? Am I at my 
potential here? Have I kind of done everything that I can do in this environment to maximize my potential? Or is there still room to grow? Well, what slowing down for me did, it gave me an opportunity to assess that. And how did I assess it? I looked at a day-to-day basis and really what activities did I want to do daily that really filled my cup? And I started to reverse engineer my schedule. And I encourage a lot of the clients that I work with, and I encourage you to do the same. What I mean by reverse engineering your schedule is you get clear on your non-negotiables. What are the actions that you do on a daily basis that are for you? Because ultimately, we need to be a little bit selfish first to then be selfless in the way that we show up for others. My profession requires me to show up for others a lot. But in order for me to make sure that I'm showing up for them in the ways that they need and deserve, I need to make sure that I'm showing up for myself first and foremost. So to me, slowing down is the way that I do that. It's the 5 a.m. run and making sure that that is completed. And that's my way of filling my cup because movement to me is a non-negotiable. So I need to make sure that that is part of my day and it's knocked out of the way first and foremost. So then I can show up with the energy that I want to with my clients and they're getting the best quarry that they deserve. That's your opportunity to get clear on your non-negotiables. Probably movement is a part of that if you're listening to this podcast. If not, how can you make it a part of your non-negotiables, a part of your identity and who you see yourself as? You got to kind of just do a little bit of soul searching there and find your why behind the movement. That's why I'm so firmly a believer in my more than movement coaching program, right? It's all about more than movement. It is more than just what meets the eye. Slowing down to speed up is the exact same thing. In the moment when we slow down, we battle with this duality of I'm not moving forward in this moment. And I know I struggle with this a lot. I've gotten a lot better at it. I've talked with a ton of other, you know, high performing athletes, especially. We really do struggle to slow down and enjoy that moment. But Ultimately, what we do need when you fall into that personality type in that category is that opportunity to slow down, reassess, find your time, reevaluate your energy, because ultimately your time and your energy are going to be your most valuable resources. So we want to protect those the best that we can, and we do so with the slowing down. So To further dive into slowing down, right, we have to look at what's known as periodization. And if you're familiar with periodization in the weight room, it's a very similar concept, but we're taking an abstract view of that into our life with this concept of slowing down to speed up. So what periodization is, it's intentionally chunking different periods of a macro cycle. A macro cycle will be like your year view. So for my athletes out there, if you have your competition season, really you have your year, right? You're going to have that broken down into smaller mesocycles, which are by month. You probably have your pre-competition. You have your you know, competition season. You have your post-competition season. And that's just a, a broad look at things. You further break that down into training weeks and 
Maybe you have certain bigger games coming up during certain weeks or months within that competition season. It all varies. The key takeaway here is there's intentionality within each cycle, with each month, within each week. Slowing down to speed up is intentionally putting in slow down periods on a daily basis, a weekly basis, a monthly basis, and a yearly basis to make sure that we are maintaining the time and energy that we want and need to thrive and perform at our best because ultimately that's our goal here, right? So on a daily basis, what does that look like? It's those daily meditation practices. It's those daily journaling practices. Honestly, it could be five minutes of just listening to silence and taking that time for yourself. It's not looking at your phone for you know that first 30 minutes to an hour that you wake up. Why? Because as soon as you pick up that phone, whether you know it or not, even if you use your phone as an alarm clock, right? If you go to turn off your phone or your alarm, you're still subconsciously getting that rush of, okay, well, what notifications did I miss in the middle of the night? As soon as your brain goes to that state of mind, all of a sudden your cortisol levels, which is a stress hormone, spike. And when our cortisol hormones spike at that hour and that early in our day, we kind of lose all hope of being able to practice mindfulness intentionally from the get-go. And we lose that chance to go in proactively into our day rather than we're coming now from a state of reaction. And we're always like, okay, what's next? What's next? I need to do this. I need to do this. Instead of letting the day come to you, you're trying to go out there and get ahead and respond to everything. That's ultimately not the best way to perform. So taking on a daily basis some time to yourself, I am a huge advocate for taking that time in the morning, getting clear on that. That's why my another reason why my runs happen when they do. It's then followed by you know breakfast and a little bit of journaling and getting my day started that way. I found has been able to fill my cup on a daily basis. On a weekly basis, what does that look like? So taking care of our body on a physical standpoint, maybe it's, you know, introducing some yoga practices. It's introducing some intentional stretching or mobility work. We have a lot of swimmers that listen to this podcast, right? So what are we doing for our shoulder health, guys? You spend all days of the week rotating their shoulders in freestyle primarily because that's the main training stroke. What are you doing to make sure that we are ensuring we have good rotator cuff health in the long term? It's easier said than done. And you might be thinking, oh my God, Corey, you're giving me another thing to focus on. And the reason I'm doing so is because in the long run, it's going to set you up for success. It's one little thing that when done intentionally, it improves your performance. And ultimately, that's my job as a performance coach is to make sure you're operating at your peak performance. So on a weekly basis, some mobility work. A lot of us maybe are sitting at home at desks. Are we doing some stuff for our T-spine, our thoracic spine, making sure that we have some rotational mobility there and making sure we're opening up our rotator cuffs and our, our shoulders? Or are we staying hunched over at our desk, typing away? hour after hour, constantly sitting in Zoom meetings. 
intentionally put in some time on a weekly basis to, you know, work against that and fill up your cup by slowing down through that method and focusing on your breathing as you're doing it as well. On a monthly basis, what that can look like is taking a a longer reset. Maybe it's taking a weekend off or a full day away from work and just going out and just experiencing the ability to just be in that moment, just be in whatever that experience is. I think a lot of us really do struggle with letting other areas of our lives bleed into one another. So I gave my example, right, of my work schedule back at the start of this year. It was so go, go, go that when I found myself, I would let something in boot camp carry over into the the master's group of swimming that I would coach right after going into the client. It wasn't, I wasn't present in each daily moment. So the practice of slowing down has really helped me with my ability of making sure that I'm able to show up in this moment. I'm able to show up in my focus right now is completely on this podcast. It's completely pouring in valuable information to you all as you're listening in. It's not on the 10 other things that I have to do, but slowing down has been my biggest help, I guess, and intentionally creating that space and intentionally creating that ability to focus in on the now. And I'm, through doing so, again, circling back to time and energy, I'm able to maximize both of those, right? If I'm able to, how do we get more time in the day? It's easy. We make sure that we're only doing one thing at once and we're doing so with complete intent. We struggle with time management, not because we don't have the same amount of hours in the day as those that are great at time management. We struggle with time management because we let those, you know, bleed into one another. We let that Instagram check, you know, bleed into answering emails, bleed into answering texts, bleed into this and that. We want to slow down and be more intentional with each task that we knock out on a daily basis and doing so taking a longer break monthly is a great practice to cultivate that. I personally will do one day a month where I just no phone. It goes away and I'm completely focused in on what is in front of me, whether that is reading some books, it's a getaway with some friends. It doesn't matter. You can get creative with it, but you want to be intentional on a monthly basis, taking one day to yourself at least. On a yearly basis, it's taking that extended vacation. It's taking that extended break. And it's doing so intentionally at points in the year where you're able to fully disconnect from the work, from the family, from whatever it is, and focus on resetting and recharging. Again, not letting one bleed into the other. No one wants to be sitting on the beach in the Bahamas constantly checking work emails. There's just, there's no relaxation benefit there. Your cortisol is still spiked because you're still plugged in. Slowing down is that opportunity to unplug. It's that opportunity to disconnect. And a lot of us, we struggle with that, right? Because we're waiting for permission from someone else to say, hey, go take that that time off. Go take that two weeks vacation. What I I want to challenge you to do today is take that permission for upon yourself. And if you're looking for someone to give it to you, this is me giving it to you. Take time for yourself on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis, and a yearly basis, 
and watch what your ability to show up, you know, becomes. You're able to show up way more intentionally in everything that you do. And ultimately, that is the most important part of slowing down to speed up. We can't go 100% all the time. If every single day I said, hey, go out there and I want you to run your hardest for 20 minutes, you would probably see some improvement for a little bit, but eventually it's a long-term game. You're not, you're going to hit a plateau and we break through these plateaus by adjusting our energy and taking intentional inventory in the process. And that's how we push that needle forward. That's why my swimmers out there, you taper before your competition meet. That's why every other athlete out there, you have that intentional break after the championship game, after the season ends, your coach tells you, Hey, do whatever you do, but don't think about football for a week or two. Don't think about your sport for a week or two. Mentally reset because we need that energy and time recharged and revamped for when that next thing is there. We're ready to hit it and we're ready to speed up when that time comes. I'd love to hear some ways that you are intentionally starting to slow down. This time of year, the holiday season is a perfect time to do so. Enjoy time with your family. Enjoy time with those closest to you. And if this is something that you really do struggle with, I encourage you to check out on my website in the process of this coming Monday, the December 14th, I'll have a transition training course out there for you to check out. And one of the topics we really dive into and put intentional practices behind is the slowdown to speed up. How can we do so and how can we make it a daily habit, a lifestyle rather than just something we do occasionally? Because ultimately that's going to be what increases your performance. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. We're still pushing for 10,000 downloads and 100 reviews on iTunes. So if you could please leave a review on iTunes, it would be very much appreciated. Share this with a friend or family member who could benefit from slowing down to speed up and just bringing some intentionality behind their daily actions. I encourage you to do so as well. You can keep up with me and all things Athletic Mindset either on my website, www.coreycamp.com, or follow me on Instagram at Corey Camp. And remember, if you can change your mindset, you can truly change your life. So take some time today to slow down, check in where you're at, and I will see you all next week. If you haven't done so already, I highly encourage you to share this episode with a friend, a family member, or teammate who could use a boost. Stay up to date with all of our latest episodes by following me on Instagram at Corey Camp. And remember, if you can change your mindset and how you think, you'll be able to change your life one thought at a time. I'll see you all next week.